I'm Ashwin Zutshi and this is Lockdown 21. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. I must say that all those who are fans of big popular franchise films or TV, which includes Star Wars, Marvel or DC, must give a big shout out to the person I'm interviewing today. He's the co-founder of one of the coolest companies in India that is responsible for designing and selling quirky pop culture merchandise. So be it a Batman t-shirt or a pair of Disney socks, they've got it all. The company is called The Sold Store. And you must check out their portfolio of products online if you haven't already. And since the outbreak of COVID-19 has been such an unprecedented period for all entrepreneurs, I figured we should talk to Aditya about how his company is trying to overcome all the challenges that our market is facing today. I did, however, face some network issues uh, while uh, on, on my call with Aditya. Uh, so you might find some disturbances or some audio lags at, at places. However, I still hope that you enjoy my brief chat with him. So listen in to my interview with Aditya, co-founder of The Sold Store. Hi Aditya, thank you so much uh, for getting on the call with me. I know that it's a really challenging time for the apparel industry. Uh, I'm sure you guys, all of you are, uh, you know, scrambling right now uh, with a lot of work on your hand. But thanks for taking our time. You can say hi to the listeners. Um, Hi guys, Uh, and thanks for having me on your show. I definitely don't think uh, I'm doing this favor, but uh, I would love to chat. (laughs) of course I want to know that's uh, I think very uh, sweet of you to like just play it uh, play the situation down like that but I know uh, like what all of you are going through but uh, firstly Aditya I absolutely love the company I was just telling the listeners Avi that you know I've been a customer myself uh, of Soul Store for a while now and one of the most interesting things that I came across was that you guys actually bonded over Star Wars. My partner, correct me if I'm wrong. That Star Wars, Star Wars, you so there are obviously you. There are three of you uh, who who are who founded the company, and Star Wars uh, was Star Wars was one very common like uh, sort of affinity point for all three of you. And now the interesting thing here is that my first ever product from Sold Store was actually a Star Wars hoodie. Because I, yeah, man, like because I am such a huge fan of Star Wars. Uh, that I was scrambling to find like one good place offline or online from where I could get the Star Wars merchandise. Mujhe kuch nahi mila. Uh, I tried, uh, but then I came across Sold Store and man, like it was amazing because uh, the kind of designs you guys had, nobody else was offering. It was such high quality stuff and it was so affordable. So, you know, it was for me, like it was unreal that there's a company out there that's selling such high quality stuff and really cool. Like the designs are phenomenal. Uh, And you had all the right uh, licenses for all the big franchises across the globe. Uh, So, yeah, I was really impressed, man. And that's why I just love the work that all three of you are doing. So kudos to that, dude. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, So we, you know, back in 2013, when we started, um, that 
priority for us was to actually come up with uh, you know really good quality stuff that they basically was very difficult to uh, get in India. But at the same time, we wanted to make sure that the pricing is correct and you know the products are priced as for the Indian market. Yeah. Um, so we had just it had just been like a couple of years since we had passed out of college and uh, we knew how difficult it was to you know buy or like buy something that we really like. So for example, if I want to buy a Batman T-shirt. Um, or a Harry Potter t-shirt. I had to either ask someone like my relative to get it from the US or probably, you know, just pay like a lot of uh, money to get it shipped internationally. Correct, that's so, right, um, that's right. Hmm. Correct. So one major priority for us was to, you know, give uh, give people like us, basically uh, the younger crowd, which is anywhere between the age of 16 to 30, hmm. uh, something that they could afford and like at the same time. So, uh, that's how the company started. Uh, uh, we've been very lucky with uh, you know all the calls that we've taken, uh, and yeah, I, I'm very happy that you like the stuff that you bought because that's very important to us. Yeah, yeah, no, I am not only happy, I'm a fan now, man, of uh, all three of you. And that's uh, why I want to uh, like know a little bit more about, uh, you know, all, all, all the guys behind the company. Uh, I believe you guys were uh, doing engineering, you were studying in Bombay. But then, uske baad, like, how did you meet? You were working together, I believe, and at some company. Um, yeah, right. So, uh, we are all engineers from different colleges. I'm from uh, DJ Sangvi, uh, uh, Vedang, my second partner. He's from Shizinandiri. And the third guy, Rohan, he's from uh, Thadumal. These are all colleges in Bombay, so I don't expect people to relate to it, but still giving some contact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so all three of us basically, uh, um, you know, uh, studied in different colleges. We didn't know each other back then. Um, but uh, we got into the, uh, you know, coincidentally, we got into the same uh, company after engineering. Okay. Um, so, we worked at this company called Resto Start. Uh, it was a finance firm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's where we met, and uh, we we worked there for one and a half two years, and uh, that's I think I would definitely credit a lot of our success to what we learned in those two years. Um, mm-hmm. We were actually engineer a lot of ideas, but we didn't really know how to like, put that on you know pen and paper and uh, do the work out the finances. Mm-hmm. So uh, that uh, experience there actually really helped us. Um, we worked with a lot of uh, private equity firms. Um, uh, VCs um, and uh, you know like a lot of these guys who basically wanted us to do investment research uh, for them uh, internationally so we got a lot of exposure there uh, post which uh, we left that job and decided to do this it it took us yeah it took us six months to um, you know right like from the time we started ideating till the time the website actually launched that whole process was six months and at that point we were trying to figure uh, how to go about you know sourcing the merchandise, uh, designing, creating a website, and stuff like that. Yeah, but Aditya, like you had to leave your job, all three of you, and you had to do something more creative because I have realized uh, that uh, engineers have to do something creative by the end of it. Like, I think that our country's engineers, like they all come out of the colleges, they take up these very serious jobs and then they realize, no, you know, I'm going to either become a singer, a painter, a writer. So I am not at all surprised that uh, you guys also turned out to be super creative and chose a very different uh, line of work. Because why uh, is You have to explain this phenomenon that engineers are so creative in our country and how do they end up like doing these different things? Um, I think one, uh, it, it's not the reason I would 
you know want a lot of people to hear but i definitely think uh, one major reason uh, actually studying there in those four years um you are supposed to sort of be the guys who uh, you know got probably decent marks in your uh, uh, college graduation i mean like you know when you gave your 10th or 12th yeah. and uh, you decide um, you know do science and then probably get into engineering or go for your masters and stuff like that right yeah um but those four years um you probably realize uh, like there are a lot of things that you don't like doing <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hmm. and Yeah, I mean, so you know, it's probably like a reality check, and at the same time, uh, uh, you know, you have a lot of free time to explore uh, what you actually like doing. So you have uh, a lot of free time. Just, Engineers who come, मिलता है यार free time बिचारे they are like studying all the time. I I definitely don't think हम लोग उतना पढ़ते हैं. I feel like हमारा like our own degree is a little too hyped in the country. But uh, <laughs> all yeah, man, we all so our exams actually last for one one and a half months every semester semester which is about. Which is a six-month sem- semester, right? Yeah. So, uh, like those six months, the exams actually last for about forty-five days. So, that's literally the time when people open their books and study. Uh, uh, actually, for you to explore your hobbies and like other passions and stuff like that. So, um, we had like a bunch of people who who were really interested in what they were doing, and they ended up, you know, getting deeper into uh, like coding and stuff like that. And uh, Yeah, so all of us were doing things that we liked. You know, like my partner Vedam was actually uh, busy making cars. We used to have those uh, competitions in college, so uh, he was doing that. Rohin was interested in filmmaking. Uh, I was exploring, uh, you know, the other passions and hobbies. Like I used to drum back then. Okay. So I would say that we had a lot of like time that we utilized to um, get uh, other talents or hobbies that you know we liked at that point, and. Uh, Post which uh, uh, we did give our uh, GRE, which is for going like doing our masters and our CAT uh, for our MBA. Yeah. But uh, our calling, I guess, was uh, pretty strong. Like we we got good marks. Uh, but yeah, I think I think one of you guys scored a ninety-nine. I think yeah, in CAT from what I was reading. Yeah. Man, correct, correct. oh no, man, correct. that is not easy. By the way, whoever is listening, it is not easy, <laughs> dude, to get a ninety-nine. I don't know like how you guys managed it, but anyway, yeah, go on. Right, so my partner Vedan got a ninety-nine, and uh, uh, right, he chose not to go there, uh, go to the IMs, um, and uh, yeah, man. So that 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 was a call we took that time uh, because we believed in the idea, and it was very important to us to uh, you know do something that we really wanted to rather than uh, doing an MBA and then going for a job. Uh, when I say this, uh, I definitely don't. Uh, I'm not trying to say that that's the wrong thing to do. Like there's definitely no no right or wrong. But at that point, we did what we felt right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I basically I do not think that I am going to IM is not a good thing because it's one of the most difficult things to do. <laughs> no, but like, I understand you guys, uh, you know, followed your passion, and that's something that it's fine. I mean, that's a good thing uh, if you can do it. And in your case, I think it had to work because a lot of people don't know that you three are a very solid combination. Hai because one is a Gujju, one is a Sindhi, one is a Marwadi. So this was meant to be. This was meant to be a business combination. Like you had to start like a venture because this was too good to be true. All the three like एक दम मतलब hardcore business like guys coming together. So I think this had to happen and had to work out. But like now, are your like roles like really defined? All three of you like who takes care of what? Um yeah, man. Actually, uh, you know I know that we're all. Uh, uh, if you look at the structure, I think uh, we've got one Marwadi, Sindhi, and Gujarati. But we're like, all three of us are very different from. Uh, Are uh, stereotypical band. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that was a great uh, combination, and it, it worked well for us. 
Um, so yeah, we do have our roles defined. Um, um, I look after operations, uh, tech, uh, and BD. Uh, Vedang looks after um, uh, the finance, uh, marketing. Rowan looks after uh, uh, social media and uh, customer care. Nice. So we've got our roles defined. Uh, there are obviously times when uh, you know we're all like trying to like we frequently of like discuss each other's departments and like try to see what we can improve. Yeah. That uh, we've been working on over the last seven years. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, I know 2013 you started this, and uh, I know for a fact that the pop merchandise market was extremely fragmented. Like you mentioned earlier, like back in the day, if you had to order something, uh, like any any form of pop merchandise, be it a T-shirt or anything else or a hat, uh, you had to get it from outside. And even India, may like there were I think one or two very small players. But again, like the whole market was so fragmented of uh, this whole pop merchandise. So, how did you end up identifying this opportunity, and not only identifying it, Aditya, you became the market leader in uh, the quirky pop culture merchandise market. How did that happen? Um, so, uh, as I said, right, like back, uh, it went. It actually started off with a lot of passion. Uh, you know, that's uh, I think that's one very key element, which is uh, very essential to you know even think about leaving your job and starting something. So. Uh, we were all into pop culture and used to consume a lot of content. I, I think that, you know, back then, like, we used to uh, download a lot of torrents and, like, watch stuff online. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, know. Uh, right, there, was no, there was no Netflix or Amazon Prime. Correct, correct. correct. Uh, right. so, uh, so, it was uh, something that, you know, we, would, uh, we actually thought that the trend will grow to watch, uh, to consume internet content. And uh, that's, and the idea, the, you know, we did do the numbers and we did like a basic math to see how viable the idea is going to be. But honestly, like when you are 23, we were all 23 when we started. Uh, I'm sure the math that we did was not correct. <laughs> but so it eventually started off with passion because we really liked uh, the idea of, uh, you know, doing this. Um, so that was the main reason why we, you know, uh, started at that point. And then uh, like obviously over the years, we realized that there is definitely a big gap in the industry. Um there was absolutely no player who was willing to put in time and effort uh, to create what we were t- planning to do. Um, and uh, yeah, we took advantage of that. And uh, because we understood what we were selling, uh, I keep saying that we were we are our own target audience, actually. Um, so that helps us a lot because we are making stuff for people like us, right? Correct. So uh, yeah. that helps us know the consumer better. And I think that's, what, that's what's worked for us. Yeah, that's I, true. I actually really believe that you are your own target audience because I can see that in the attention and detail of your designs. I know other people who are also in the same business. They they do a lot of designs for uh, the licenses that they get from big franchises. But there's something about you know what Soul Store does and the personal touch they bring uh, in the designs, and hence I really like uh, the 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 merchandise that you offer. But one of the best things uh, that I liked about your company when you guys started was that there was just no cash burn from day one and there was no VC funding, you know, things like that, which have become very common. Like now, like you see anybody, you know, starting a firm, to mera itna cash burn hai, utna cash burn hai, going into millions of dollars and then constantly trying to infuse capital from their VCs. In fact, I remember reading an interview of Vidang long time back. Uh, he said, you know, I am never spending more money than my revenue. So that was really interesting. I mean, how did you guys achieve that? Yeah, that's phenomenal. Right, so, uh, you know, actually when we started, right, uh, as I told you, the idea was never to create a business because, uh, you know, we were very impressed with the entrepreneur life. 
or we wanted to be rich or like zero sell the company eventually um we were doing this because we really liked and we were really passionate about the the whole concept so when we started off i remember we, we put in basically around 1 and 1/2 lakh rupees each um so we had a total of about 5 lakh rupees um so we put in that much and uh, we put like i think all of the money went into our first lot of merchandise and creating the website and stuff like that we the amount we spent in marketing uh would definitely be uh, recovered through sales uh i think a lot of it is because um, you know we were very we were involved in every single process so uh right like for the first 6 months uh we were the ones who used to you know pack our stuff and like courier it to people yourselves and you no know, things like that so uh i we we saved money wherever we could uh we wanted to run the company like the smallest details ourselves so that we could you know get into the details and eventually make the best processes uh while we were growing and and so, how did you uh, how but how did you tackle uh, the problem of manufacturing because that's the most capital intensive part of an apparel business it's it's very capital intensive manufacturing at a large scale so how did you tackle that correct so uh, that's a good question actually so i'll just explain that uh, we did burn our hands because it was uh, in india it's very difficult it was a very difficult task for us to find good quality manufacturers but the way we actually grew the company with limited cash was by utilizing the manufacturer's credit period to grow the company so i'll just get into more details here um so the manufacturer basically gives us a 30 to 45 day credit period okay so let's say that if i bought 100 t-shirts from the manufacturer uh, the manufacturer has given me a credit period of 30 days uh, so what i'll do is uh, i sell the t-shirt at about 100% margin like right? right so or 50% margin how you want to look at it so if i get the t-shirt for 100 I am going to effectively sell it for about two hundred. Uh, that that and so I need to basically sell about fifty t-shirts to break even, right? Okay. Hmm. Right. So I, what I would do is basically I would make sure that I sell those fifty t-shirts in before forty-five days. So that's before I have to pay the manufacturer. Okay. So so I effectively use the desk, and I would make it a point to make sure that I sell those. for I have to pay the manufacturer that's basically the working capital uh, cycle that we used to follow and uh, that that grew uh, you know like for the first 5 years basically that's how we grew the company that's uh, fantastic man but now uh, how 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 big is the company now how, how many people are working for you now um currently we've employed about uh, 350 people oh wow um, wow yeah but that includes the manufacturing also we started manufacturing our own stuff uh, uh, about a year back nice um, congratulations so, man yeah uh, thank you so much so uh, that's done that's been really uh, you know that's been a very good thing for us because uh, that gives us more control over uh, the kind of stuff that we want to make of course of course uh, it does yeah yeah correct so it also so basically it has three advantages one is the quality the second is the uh, the lead times so we're able to churn out like new products much quicker and the third is obviously the pricing so yeah. uh, uh, right so the last winter collection that we launched actually uh, was you know from our own unit so uh, i i was really uh, happy with the stuff that we did because we experimented a lot yeah. um, and that was mainly because uh, we had our own manufacturing and i wanted to ask you like because that's the most important part of your business how many designers do you have on board because that's the <laughs> most important part of your business right correct so we have a team of uh, around 20 designers 
Okay. Um, right. So these guys actually, uh, you know, uh, so right from like deciding uh, like what new products we should do, uh, getting like new samples made to make sure that the fit, the quality, etc., is right, um, and you know, getting like all the new stuff that we get, keep getting licenses for, um, whether it's you know Marvel, DC, or even a Harry Potter, or you know like a new movie that's coming out. Uh, these designers actually uh, like spend a lot of time doing research, understanding uh, the the theme, the essence behind the character, and then you know then that's how they end up getting into that process of yeah, making yeah. one. Yeah, because I mean, because I, I am my myself. I'm so much into pop culture because I'm a creative producer, and I understand that it's not so simple. You know, you can't just get a license and start designing. You really have to understand what the character is about, what the show or the film is about. You have to go really deep into it to actually do some really good quality work. So it's not as simple as you know, basic logo on dal di or character ka face dal di and it's done. It is not so simple. and uh, that's actually what i really like about uh, the stuff that soul store does and it also brings me to my next question which is how do you get the license here for these big franchises <laughs> how do you do it <laughs> so uh, so yeah i think uh, so you know when we started off for the first one one and a half years uh, we didn't uh, you know uh, so we didn't have a lot of these licenses we used to basically do generic designs uh, Uh, that would work in the market, so we're not allowed to use uh, character art and stuff like that. So um, we used to use uh, generic lines and things like that uh, for the first one, one and a half years. Uh, but uh, after about eighteen months into the company, uh, I remember we took our first license, which was uh, Friends and Big Bang Theory. Nice. Uh, right. So uh, because you know there is one big cost that we need to pay upfront to get that license, right? and uh, because the company was really small we couldn't afford to get one so we it took us that much time to save up money and you know talk to these guys and uh, uh like tell them that you know we'll do a good job with it because uh, back then the biggest issue was to let these guys tell these guys that you know we are capable of doing justice to this license and uh, and that, that's the reason why we need to yeah because uh, obviously you know if the uh, like a turner or a manager uh, or a Uh, Disney wants to give you a license. Uh, they def- they do like a lot of checks, right? So they'll do a background check. They need to basically, uh, uh, you know, make make sure that uh, they've gone through the financials. Uh, we've given them a proper uh, uh, plan on how we basically plan uh, plan to grow the merchandise and things yeah. like that. So yeah. it was a very uh, tedious check that these guys do, post which uh, there is a huge amount of money that we're supposed to commit. <laughs> and uh, and also royalties. So, Then you have to pay royalties also, yeah. After that. Correct, man. That's obviously right. So the royalties are definitely on every product that we sell. We're supposed to give these guys a royalty, um, uh, and on yeah. So it it's and and that's not enough, right? Because obviously there are like much bigger players uh, in the market compared to us. Like if you take any retail brand, uh, let's say an Amazon, right? For example, uh, and Amazon decides to buy the license. Uh, these guys, uh, you know, it's not it's not a no brainer. Is what I'm trying to say because. Uh, Like if like, you you must have seen some designs on some other website. Like yeah, yeah. I was just that was my going to be my second question that who is who is your competition now because I'm sure there are other players who walked in who have big big pockets and they can pay large sums to get the licenses. So how do you compete with that? Um, correct. So uh, that has happened in the past actually. Uh, there there were a couple of uh, bigger players uh, in the market. Um, uh, you know when we entered, uh, but again it wasn't uh, like this. 
the whole official merchandise bit, the whole pop culture bit wasn't really their core business. Uh, but they uh, unfortunately, you know, they had to shut down and uh, um, they they did try a lot to figure the the market to target the core audience. Uh, currently, Mintra is definitely Mintra has their own brand called Cooking Kitch. Um, so that brand basically does a lot of pop culture stuff. So they have a few licenses like Marvel and. Uh, um, I think uh, a few other Disney characters. Okay. So, uh, right. But I think one major difference I would say is uh, the kind of designs that they make. So, okay. yeah. So I, you know, we spend a lot of time in creating a particular design that, like, we put up on the website. Yeah. Um. So versus some mantra who would basically take like a, uh, you know, Batman logo and just put that on a T-shirt and put it out on, you know, put it up on the website. So uh, it's very important for us to differentiate uh, and make something which sort of shows that you know we understand what we sell. Yeah, I think so, I think also because you guys are such a single purpose company, you know, you have this single purpose, single agenda, uh, you know, uh, that you have to make really cool, quirky uh, pop culture merchandise. Whereas compared to uh, you know uh, these bigger uh, players, be it an Amazon or a Mintra, I think it's just such a small piece of the pie for them that probably the attention to detail is not at par with what you guys are doing. Um, agreed, agreed, right. So that's one major reason, right, because for them, uh, this is definitely a smaller chunk of business. Uh, uh, and also because they haven't be- because they haven't been able to, you know, figure the, uh, the specifics, right. Uh, that's the reason why they haven't been able to grow that particular arm in their company. So. Uh, Mintra actually, I mean, obviously, you know, like they have a lot of inner brands, uh, but Kunkin Kitch is something that, uh, you know, they're still trying to innovate or figure out uh, to make it bigger. So, uh, to hedge that risk, we actually sell on, uh, so we take, we also sell our merchandise on Amazon and Mintra and all these other websites. Oh, so, achha, interesting. Right, but I mean, 95% of our sales actually come from our own website. Okay. Um, yeah, so, but we do use, uh, you know, we it's very important for us to understand the customer sentiment and uh, to reach out to a, like a certain part of the audience which probably doesn't know about us. And who, and who is now your biggest competition in the, in the business? Uh, currently, I would say Coke and Kitsch. Uh, okay. okay. They're, yeah, yeah, their uh, in-house brand is our biggest competition. Okay. Uh, there are a few other brands in the industry. Uh, but as you said, right, like, I think uh, it's, like, what, like, pop culture isn't really uh, their main thing. Like, there are a couple of smaller brands like Red Wolf uh, and, uh, I think, Key Story. Uh, so, these yeah, guys I've are trying to do I've seen them, yeah. Uh, and, right. uh, and but, but now, uh, Aditya, like, I have to move to a very serious question. With the outbreak of COVID-19, with the supply chains completely disrupted, and apparel's not really coming under an essential commodity, deliveries not being uh, into effect. How are you managing the business now? How what, what's what's the mood like, and what is the plan like now? Um, right. So uh, it's definitely been a very difficult uh, phase for us, and I mean a lot of other companies. Um, so what we've decided to do, uh, we actually got uh, you know permission from the government to. Uh, reduce masks so uh, the situation is really bad and uh, you know there is not much that you know we can do about selling our own stuff to people uh, but we thought that you know we have a huge facility and a lot of people uh, in our workforce and we want to 
you know, try and basically do whatever we could to help the situation or, you know, reduce the pressure on the government. So, um, we got from India using our manufacturing unit to uh, produce cotton masks. Uh, nice. and with, with, yeah, which we're donating to the police. So, uh, we've started that last week and uh, that's been, a, you know, we've been producing about 1,000 masks a day. Oh, nice. Uh, Excellent, man. Yeah, so uh, in recently, I think last last week is when the government came out and said that, you know, we can use cotton masks to cover our faces uh, yeah. when we go out. Yeah, correct. Uh, right? so, uh, so that's when we actually took the permission and uh, we're using our uh, fabric, which we basically use to reduce these masks and donate. So, uspe, uspe, did you did you not put a Batman or an Iron Man on their mask when you were giving it out to them? <laughs> I would have loved to do that actually, but time was... Uh, time was... <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Chalo, maybe in the future that could be a consumer facing product because uh, I've been the reason why I asked that is actually uh, because I recently came across a company and not just one a couple of them where they're giving out designer masks on their social media platforms uh, so maybe that could be an idea for the future for a consumer facing product because I think people are going to be wearing masks for a very long time to come um, that's true that's true but you know honestly we thought about it this is a discussion that we had with our teams uh, but there is always this moral dilemma where, you know, we feel weird uh, making use of this opportunity to make money. Mm, so, uh, no, I understand. Uh, I understand. Yeah. So it's, been, it's, in a, it's a very weird space and I would say it's too early for us to, uh, you know, consider uh, doing something like this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think once the lockdown gets over and, you know, things are things are least down and the question is uh, we can actually think about getting into a space uh, where you know we can actually do essentials with our designs on it hmm. yeah that i think would be interesting but like you said when things get better and that is a big question mark for most of the people i uh, talk to from across the spectrum nobody is sure of when this is going to get better when the markets are going to open entirely when there's going to be any capital infusion back in the market so, how do you see the future of your company? Because you were, I know, planning to expand further. You wanted to open offline stores. So now, what's what's the future looking like? Um, right. So, uh, we actually do have two retail stores. And we were supposed to open our third one uh, uh, last week. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, you know, that's been delayed now. Um, so, the, there is... Uh, you know, we actually need one of the biggest months in the year for us because uh, IPL is like a good source of revenue for us. We own eight teams uh, that, that play in the IPL. We actually own the merchandising rights for those guys. So, uh, so that was supposed to be like a very big uh, month for us. Uh, but since, you know, since this has happened, uh, I think IPL might get delayed to somewhere around uh, July or August. So, we are trying to figure that bit out. Uh, and as you correctly said, right, like th- th- this will impact the next quarter for sure. Uh, but we hope to, uh, you know, get back to uh, our normal sales uh, from June or July onwards. So I would say that, you know, there is a lag. Like, for example, the money that you were supposed to make in these three months, I would say that 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 then get pushed to probably three months later. Uh, so this we there will be a need for, you know, there is a cash flow constraint at the moment. So we'll be figuring out uh, ways to address that. But uh, we definitely see the situation get better from uh, July onwards. But uh, 
to to continue uh, running your operations and have such a large workforce like you said of 350 people having a office space uh, paying the rentals and other overhead expenses do you think you'll uh, be able to maintain that kind of a cash flow in the system um it is as i told you right like these are discussions that we have internally uh, i think the most obvious thing for a company to uh, you know survive in these tough times would be to lay off people um but uh, you know we've we've uh, a lot of people who work for us actually have been there with us um, you know from probably from the start or from the last 5 to 6 years uh, so it is a very difficult call for us to uh, make uh, so what we decided is actually that you know we won't be laying off people Um, nice very um, nice sir hmm. right oh, because it is very important for us to you know take care of the people and we know for a fact that whatever we do at this moment whatever we decide um there are people who supported us during you know all our like throughout our journey and uh, it, it is a very difficult market for the next few months and it's going to be very difficult for people to find jobs and uh, it, it 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 didn't feel right so we didn't end up doing that uh we are figuring other ways to uh, you know uh, save money so we're trying to see if uh, we can actually be delay salaries or you know probably give a small salary cut uh ask and uh, and other things like that from our landlords and so those are the kind of cost savings that we're trying to do Hmm. Well, I I really hope uh, that everything works out for you and the company, and uh, you know we see a much brighter future ahead, and the company continues to grow like it's been growing for the last so many years. Uh, like I said, I absolutely am a fan of not only the work, but I think your operations as well. Uh, you know, with 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 no uh, sort of cash burn and profits from day one coming in, and company growing year on year. I've I've been really impressed by how you guys have handled your operations, apart from obviously the fantastic designs that you produce. So my uh, next question is that how do you see the entire industry of uh, pop culture merchandise growing because you know when you see a market like America where the market value for pop merchandise goes like beyond like say 300 you know whatever million billions of dollars it goes into and like the way the comic cons are treated there and how this whole idea of acquiring the merchandise is so big and that is seen not just from uh, you know say tv shows or movies but even through their sports leagues you know their sports leagues also sell a lot of merchandise unlike india so how where do you see the market going how do you see the market growing in india compared to a country like america we are definitely very big on the market in the coming years uh, one major reason or one major thing that has changed in the last few years is uh, the you know the entry of jio into the uh, 2 and 3d cities right so that's definitely helped internet consumption and a lot of people who wouldn't have access to uh tv shows now do now they do so uh, uh am i audible yeah 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 right right so uh, so this also uh, this has actually changed the uh, way the buying patterns of uh, you know like how people actually uh, buy stuff so because earlier you would basically find these guys going to like an amazon or a flipkart because uh, their reach or access to other smaller websites all the trust factor would be lower right so but that has definitely changed and we've seen a, a, a significant increase in the uh, orders from the smaller cities so uh, with things growing with netflix and amazon prime actually bringing uh, really local content uh, we expect that uh, segment to grow uh, also the second reason would be the fact that uh, you know marvel and uh, dc and all these guys are actually putting in a lot of effort to come up with uh like a regional version of all the movies they release okay. so 
uh, right? So Avengers, for example, did 300 crores in India, which is the biggest that an like that an international movie has ever done. So this was mainly possible because they they, they released the the movie in uh, I think more than like 10 languages. So, yeah, yeah, that uh, was one of the highest grossing movies in India ever. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, a lot of I mean I wouldn't just uh, you know like, like say that the say the so the reason these the other uh, segment or the industry will grow is because of a lot of factors and a lot of uh, players in the industry working towards increasing the user base in India. So I definitely think uh, you know in terms of pop culture that segment is uh, going to be really big. In terms of sports merchandise, uh, the major reason was the fact that. Uh, you know, people didn't have enough spending power. It was the markets were really fragmented. You would actually see a lot of fakes being sold outside the stadium yeah. and things like. That. Yeah. Correct. So, but now with you know, uh, like us coming into the market, plus keeping the products not very heavily priced, uh, things have changed. Because uh, I'll give you an example of you know what we do with Mumbai Indians. Um, so we have the license to sell their merchandise online and offline. Um, so you have a let's say. Uh, like a Nike jersey for about uh, four and a half or five thousand bucks that you get, uh, at, you know, at the stores. Uh, the stuff that we make, which is again very, like it is official, it is authentic. Uh, but we have multiple price ranges. So right, like starting from three hundred bucks to uh, two two and a half thousand bucks, uh, you get like a variety of products from Mumbai Indians. So this helps us actually reach out to like a vast user base. At the same time, a person who is willing to put in. Let's say 200 bucks to get a fake. He's now willing to original T-shirt. Yeah, so, and like you said, now with the internet becoming more and more accessible in smaller towns, I think it's becoming easier for them to get hold of the stuff that you guys make. Correct, and the awareness to the original stuff is also increasing, right? Like I, I would probably give our own example. You know, I think 10 years back we didn't really care about uh, buying an original jersey because. It, wasn't like the authentic stuff wasn't as much as in India, but that has definitely changed. Uh, it is important for people to you know buy original stuff, whether it's your football jersey or a book book that you're buying uh, that you want to read, uh, or you know whether it's like it's the shoes that you're buying, right? So, uh, so all of that has definitely changed, and we definitely see an upward trend. Uh, in the future as well. Yeah, thanks uh, to you guys, man, for doing this and changing the business entirely, and also uh, for getting WWE ka license yeah to India <laughs> because <laughs> I have been a huge WWE fan since I was a kid, and I had absolutely no access to the official merchandise in India. And it's thanks to you guys, you are the official store in the country. So kudos for getting that license. I think that was a big deal. I don't know how you guys managed to crack that. But uh, man, like you're doing a fantastic job because now we have access to everything uh, that I've been wanting from WWE for many many years. I think you were you, as you rightly said, right? That you know we were all WWE fans. Uh, we grew up watching The Rock, Stone Cold, and all these other guys uh, wrestle. And uh, at, at that point, obviously, we had no idea that someday we would end up selling their merchandise. Felt that WWE should be doing because our audience is like understands that our audience is uh, like a big fan of WWE uh, and there was no one who was basically selling their merchandise in India so we reached out to those guys uh, we had to take a couple of trips and uh, we convinced them with a very robust business plan uh, they saw that we were really passionate about what we were doing uh, and they were impressed numbers that we had done over the last few years so we that's how we ended up uh, getting Currently, we are the only uh, you know brand which actually sells the WWE authentic 
politics in India. Yeah, so absolutely. absolutely. Tough call and uh, right, but we're very happy with that decision and uh, for us. So we're very happy with that. No, more than you, I think all the fans in the country are really happy that finally there's an official store. So thank you guys uh, for that. But um, I'll have to close on this. I, ha- I would have loved to carry on the conversation. But, uh, you know, we have to close this, unfortunately. Uh, but you have to tell me, yeah, what's your personal uh, favorite uh, franchise? The big franchise that's, that's your own personal favorite that you love. See, on a, <laughs> when it comes to watching stuff online, I definitely am a huge Friends fan. Uh, I think oh. that is something that I've probably seen more than 10 times uh, the all the seasons combined. So that's that's one. I think we're all, I mean, almost everyone I know has seen Friends and uh, we, we all swear by how uh, amazing the show was. Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to merchandise, uh, I think my most favorite uh, uh, would be uh, Marvel. Because uh, Marvel gives you, uh, you know, this, like, it gives you a lot of room to play with characters and uh, to do much with, like, the graphics and stuff like that. So, I definitely, I definitely like the Marvel merchandise that we sell. Yeah, I think that's why, no wonder you, that's the first, like, Friends was the first franchise you guys went for because you were such a big fan. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but I'm happy that you guys started this. One request, I'm going to end on this. one request, yeah, please can you get Drake and Kanye West soon? <laughs> like in your merchandise. Yeah, Drake bhi leo, Kanye West bhi leo, yeah. Like for the music fans out there, they also need some merchandise, man. So please can you do yeah. that for us? Yeah, man, I think that is our next target. We've been actually exploring the music space for a while. But uh, it is uh, it is very, very expensive to uh, get these guys uh, sure. to mm-hmm. yeah, right. So I think that's 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 our next step. Uh, but currently, we're working on uh, getting a couple of football teams uh, to India. So, yeah. um, that that should be our next priority. But, uh, I mean, yeah, let's see how things uh, things go and how things move out over the next few months. And uh, the f- football team should be something that we probably start in this year itself. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Aditya. I really uh, hope that you guys uh, successfully bring all these uh, big franchises uh, to India very, very soon. You know uh, that I am definitely going to be there as a customer, be it a football team or Drake or Kanye West in the future. I am certainly a customer for life for Soul Store. And uh, my my best to all of you. And uh, thank you so much, man, for doing this great work. And thank you so much for giving me time uh, for coming on the call. Not a problem, man. At all, man. Thank you for uh, having me. Thanks. Thanks, Aditya. Thanks. Cheers. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed my interview with Aditya. Apologies for the bad network quality on this call. Won't be happening again. Uh, But stay tuned in as I bring you more such interviews and important information while we are confined to our houses during this national lockdown. Till then, stay safe. Cheers.